Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Polly, and joining me is Liam Baker. Um, buenos dias. Hello, mate. It's been a while. Welcome back. It's only been oh, wait, two were, weeks since I've oh, wait, been were you, were you on while I was off? Yeah. Aye, fair enough. Well, someone, hello. Someone had to carry the dead weight. <laughs> and also joining us today is Ben Hibbert. Hello. Oh, he's there for the for now. Ben might be in and out because <laughs> he's he's having to do this thing called parenting, which normally he doesn't have to do on a Monday night. <laughs> 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 His wife's escaped for the evening, and he's got the task force. So I was trying to bring her back in, but he's, they've not been successful yet. You say um, escape? She, she's actually at work. <laughs> it's an yeah. escape from you, though, isn't it? Uh, I think it's a fourteen-hour day. Nice, nice. <laughs> God bless the NHS. I know, um, but she does. All, she only has to work four days this week, so that's quite nice. Only, yeah. Seems four like long ass days. That. I know. It's, <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's not for me. I said. To no. her, I said. I'd rather just work five days. No. <laughs> four days dealing with the public. Amazing. Ill, um, ill public as well. Yeah. <laughs> In the best of times. Um, mm. And also joining us today, probably a little bit, is Tim King. Yeah. Hello. He might, he might pop. He, he was like, "No, I don't want to speak." But he's going to talk Absolutely a bit about some of the to things. be here. <laughs> Tim right. King, Tim King, running on fumes. I'm very tired. For when I'm not working, I am toing, and I remember how much fun toing is at times. Sorry, how much fun is TTS? Right. Um, yeah. TTS is fine. Mostly, mostly, it's, it's the people. <laughs> you know who you are those players I'm going those back on you anyway <laughs> um, so we've had a, a few um, things released from um, AMG over the last kind of month or so that we've not really talked about we did talk quite a bit about the um, Yavin pack when it came out but we didn't really talk about the Coruscant battle pack which has also had a little bit of an article and a little bit of a spoiler there's there's not a huge amount of information out there about it but we do have spoilers for the quick build cards of Anakin Skywalker in his ETA2 and Count Dooku in his scimitar thingy um, Sith Infiltrator <laughs> That's what it's called, the Sith Infiltrator. You can tell it's a faction that Rich doesn't like. It is <laughs> Sith thingy, my Bob. I'm whatever. too simple. I'm too simple for this faction. Why can't you just be in a Y wing like a normal person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, Anakin Skywalker has got malice because he's dark side angry. Anakin uh, is ancillary. <laughs> We've been through this ancillary iron weapon, which means that he can do. Like um, the V-wing um, ability, you can burn crit results to do ion tokens instead of damage. It's and then R two D two in the nicest possible way. It's kind of crap in it. Yeah, I mean, while you perform a primary attack, you can spend two charges. It's got two recurring charges, so it's that thing. If you've got a shot to nothing from downtown and somebody's got shields left, you're like, yeah, I might as well use it. But like, you don't really use it with V-wings. Everybody takes Besh because it's just better. So. Um, <laughs> I can't see that seeing much use. Um, got the same pilot ability, but with the um, edited bit, so it's fully executes a maneuver. You can, oh, well, no, it's different. You can perform a barrel roll, not get rid of a red token. Yeah, okay. How is that? I didn't know that. Yeah. So what? Yeah, I can't find the cards. So, so it's that it's that after you were a friendly Obi Wan Kenobi ship at range zero to three, fully executed maneuver. If there are more enemy ships than other friendly ships at range zero to one of that ship, so that hasn't changed. You may spend a force. If you do, that ship may perform a barrel roll action. So it's a way for them to get double reposition if they properly if they complete a maneuver, um, at the cost of a force. So. Basically, he gives a barrel first fine-tuned controls to himself as long as he doesn't bump. So it's pretty spicy. Make him, good at, make him good at arc dodging. <laughs> it's double reposition, and it's one of the things the Actus isn't good at is actually double reposition. Oh, is it? Multiple it, arcs. I didn't realize it was in the ETA. Yeah, it's in the ETA too. Yeah. Sorry, I thought it was in the Delta 7. I'm more no, interested now you said that. The, the Delta Sevens, the one where if you're in his bullseye or in his arc at ranges, whatever, then yeah, you can, get rid of the stress. He, he can do it, but now him or Obi Wan can do it. So you can fly them as a pair in 
ETAs, and there's zero to three range, so it's a fairly big range band. Um, but it's that whole other friendly ships at range zero to one. So, um, oh, sorry, than other friendly ships. So if you land in range zero to one of an enemy ship and there's nobody else near you, but you're range three of Anakin, and you you can do that barrel roll for the cost of Anakin spending a force. So, yeah, and then take an action anyway. So rather than relying on your force to pull you out, if you land in multiple arcs, you can reposition out of one of them and still have an evade token, for example. So T- Totally off topic, but yeah. uh, I was building like the list we're going to talk about later, and I had not noticed that Notorious, you have to have an illicit crypt to yeah, use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never even noticed. I just thought the uh, the squad builder was broke. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I I thankfully, yeah. Which thankfully. I think is one of the because a lot of people say it's undercosted at two points, but it doesn't cost two points. It costs five. Well, it's yeah, got yeah, the opportunity well, cost. Of, yeah, it's got the opportunity cost of having to put <clears> the dead man switch on the ship. Um, <clears> at, <throat> at least, um, but yeah, it's not. It's not really a, a huge opportunity cost because you've still got an illicit, so you can spend three and put contraband cybernetics or false transponder codes on your ship, which mm. you might have been putting on there anyway if it has an illicit. So, um, and Notorious is great. But well, we can talk about that later on. Yeah, uh, sorry for running off. I just no, spotted no, no, it while I was doing it. I was uh, um, nicely surprised. <laughs> and then Count Dooku in the Sith Infiltrator. That's it. That's what it's called. <laughs> Um, Better if it was so, a Y-wing, though, wouldn't it, mate? He's he's all changed. <laughs> would be it would be simpler. <laughs> it's all changed up. Um, so his ability is during an attack. So specifically during an attack now, not when somebody rolls dice. Before a ship at range zero to two rolls attack or defense dice. Um, if all of your force charges are active, you can spend one. Name a result. If the roll doesn't contain that result, they must change one die to that result. So it's only during an attack, and you have to have full force. I think you had to have full force on the pilot ability before. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is fine, because it basically means you're not doing the nonsense with bombs or debris clouds or ion clouds or anything to guarantee that they get the worst possible result, um, which was what Dooku was being used for before. It's um, more the, the crew before, weren't it, rather than the um, yeah. the pilot ability. That's true. That's true. Um, in, in, in this pre-build card, he comes with Malice um, and the Scimitar title, which allows him to do cloaking shenanigans and jamming enemy ships and stuff. Um, but he also has a force ability called Roiling Anger. It is at the start <laughs> of the engagement phase, if you are in the enemy ship's front arc, you may gain a strain token to recover a force. So there you go. Uh, reduce your green dice down from one to zero to get a force back so that you can punch harder. But he is an issue five. Is, is I just really enemy? enjoy that word, that roiling. Right, it's a good one. <laughs> I've never heard the word before, but I like it. <laughs> Didn't Dooku used to be Initiative 3? I'm not sure. Yes. Just look. I was just about yes, to look. Yes, he did. Okay. Oh, this card okay. says Initiative 5. Whether that's a misprint or not, I don't know. No, no, it's not. They it's said like it's, in the, his life, isn't it? it's in the brief period where apparently he got a lot better. Right. <laughs> he suddenly got kind of died. <laughs> <laughs> I just was wondering if it was a, a reprint of Maul where they'd not changed everything, but they'd changed the text, but not the orange number or something. Um, no, it is correct. Well. Right, fair enough. So yeah, anyway, there you go. Um, Battle of Coruscant pack then, in broader terms, it comes with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, it says, relive one of the most important battles in galactic history. This is where the fun begins. It doesn't say that. But um, near the end of the Clone Wars, the Separatist fleet led by Count Dooku and General Grievous launched a surprise attack on the Republic capital Coruscant. I think the only people surprised were everybody that wasn't watching the movie. With Supreme Chancellor Palpatine kidnapped and the Coruscant home defense fleet overwhelmed, Republic forces led by Jedi generals Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker soon arrived to defend the Republic capital and attempt to rescue Palpatine. Jedi and clone pilots alike clashed with separatist droid starfighters in this battle for the fate of the galaxy. This scenario pack for Star Wars X-Wing invites you to play it out with new ship cards and rules for an exciting scenario. And it contains cards. So Anianobi, Shakti, Oddball, Wolf, Jag, Contrail, Click, Kickback and Axe. 
So a mixture of V-Wings, Arc-170s and uh, Torrents um, for the clones. And then on the Separatist side, uh, Count Dooku, uh, some DBSs with numbers and letters after them. <laughs> um, <laughs> 32C that... and 404. Yeah, uh, they'll be prototypes. Yeah, they're hyena class bombers. Then uh, Bactoid prototype hyena class. You, should, you really and are then... showing your bias on these ones, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> DIS-347 and T-81 Tri-Fighters and a Flak Arfok prototype uh, Tri-Fighter. What, what is that one? A Flak Arfok <laughs> prototype. Um, and then DFS-081 and DFS-311 and Howard Child prototype Vulture-class droid fighter. So basically a whole bunch of vultures and droids and hyenas plus Dooku in the in a Sith Infiltrator. Um, yours for the princely sum of twenty four ninety nine dollars from the AMG website or the Asmodee website. So probably about twenty five to thirty quid in the UK, um, give or take whatever they normally come out as. But the same price as whatever it is that people are charging for um, Yavin at the moment. So yeah, um, will I buy it? Probably. Will I split it with somebody that plays separatists? Definitely. Um, yeah, it'll be all right. Ah, what did you say, Liam? Why aren't you going to play separatists? Well, I don't own any of the stuff. They they are very wholesome. They've got so many words that what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I think they're definitely I think that's broken. Well. They're such a nice sharing faction. <laughs> You're going to go on about some fact in a minute. We all know it's coming. Sharing, no, tractor, about beams you, oh sharing tractor beams with you, and tractor beams with you, sharing tractor beams with you, yeah. Really looking forward to these packs. So I was playing, um, talking about sharing, and it reminded me of your list with um, Chertek and Grievous. Um, I was playing Dave at club the other night, and he was um, using Sunfac and Grievous. Um, with a bunch of other stuff and he realized in the middle of his second game with the list that you could use ensnare to barrel roll grievous at the start at initiative seven basically um at yep. the start of the engagement phase and he was like in the middle of his second game he was like the light bulb went on and he was like i just put him in because i wanted to play with Sunfac, and now i realize i can do that and i was like <laughs> yeah that was liam's big trick that was the thing Liam used to do that would catch people out, and then Grievous would get an, you know, four into zero range one out maneuvered shot on somebody, and they would be sad. <laughs> and he was like, Beautiful. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, turns out it's good. It's like, yeah, turns out it's good. <laughs> so, anyway, um, the other thing that I did notice that AMG have announced is that, um, Dinjarin and Grogu are coming soon to Star Wars Legion. So there's a little mini for me to buy and then throw at somebody who can paint <laughs> so that they can paint it for me and then I can put it on my shelf next to all my other stuff. What happened to your painting journey? Oh, it, it went. Is it, is it done now? Is that it? I painted um, three uh, ships, never again. I mean, I enjoyed it, but at the time I was just, I had the time to sit and do it while I was doing the work that I was doing. But then work moved on and now I've changed jobs. So I haven't got time to mess about in the day, sadly. Uh, That's sort of code for at my old job, I was so comfy. It didn't matter if I worked or not. Now I've got a new job. I've got to impress people. Yeah. That's the long and the short (laughs) of it. It wasn't wasn't code so much as directly stated. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, I say I'm going to do that. I probably won't. I kept thinking about buying the um, Mandalorian Super Commandos um, or Clan Ren or something so that I could get those painted up and use them for when I put Mando Commandos on the board and X-Wing. And then I realized how much I'm actually going to use them. And I'm like, I'm not going to spend 40 quid on some miniatures that I need to glue and paint um, to maybe occasionally stick them on as a token on the board instead of just having a bit of cardboard. <laughs> that they'll end up just getting in everybody's way because the nature of how they work is that they get in everybody's way anyway. So um yeah, just not do that. Seems like a good idea though. Use them as charge tokens possibly. <laughs> Very expensive charge tokens. Um Right, anyway, so that's that. That's that. We'll talk about it. I mean we talked you talked about notorious um a little bit before and it might actually be worth us talking about it because i don't know i've started to see it creeping into an awful lot of events 
and like a lot of people are kind of putting it on stuff where they can fit it so where you've got something like a falcon with an illicit slot in resistance people are starting to where they can stick it on there um and it's appearing an awful lot in kind of on bosk i've seen people talking about it you know like bosk with zam wessel crew um and maybe liam you can talk to me about why bosk with zam wessel crew and notorious is hideous because it just sounds disgusting, but I don't quite understand why. See it on Manaru a lot as well. It's absolutely nuts. It is ridiculous. They shoot you, you get a lock. Uh, you also give them a strain. And you can possibly double tap. So you've constantly got mods on offense. Because if they've got a strain token, you can re-roll a blank which then means you can save your target lock. Don't forget, you've also got Greedo probably sitting in there as well. So it just increases your damage output. And the last thing people want is to take damage. So Don't you have to get two strain tokens on them for the reroll, though? No. As soon as, soon as you no, shoot them, you've got a lock on the other one. You've got a lock oh, yeah. on them before. No, but what I'm saying is you have to be strained to reroll the dice. As soon as you become the target, the strain goes away. So you have yeah, to get so... two strains on them. So if you've got overtuned modulators on Bosk, which you probably do because you don't care if you're strange yourself, then yep. you've got your three calculates. Then they shoot you, you get a lock, and they get strained. And then you get strain plus three calculates, uh, strain reroll plus three calculates on the first shot, and a lock reroll plus some calculates on the second shot. Um, I'm and not I sure if you get that strain reroll, to be honest with you, mate. You do on the first one. Like the first time you shoot them, the token is re- removed at the end of the attack. It's just that out sure? of habit, we yeah, yeah, it's out of habit it. as players. We just remove it straight away. Yeah, so you so should the... remove it after you've calculated your dice and you've resolved the attack. Yeah, so the the the, the, cal- the token doesn't go away until the attack is finished as part of the um, aftermath or cleanup or something step. Um, afterwards, whatever it's called, but yeah, you you calculate, you go anim strain to one less dice, and then once you've done it, you then take the strain token away so they are strained when you're shooting at them with notorious um so you always get the reroll. Uh, yeah it's it's a bit rude as, as an ability it's fairly good like i've been messing about with it on chewbacca um in a resistance falcon and at i4 you're either straining people for the next turn so you're locking them into blues unless they want to stay strained or if they're shooting you beforehand when you're shooting them back or doing death shots can i um interject so strain just quickly looked it up so uh after strain ship applies the effect to roll one fewer defense dice this way it removes one strain token so it would be in the determined defense dice step so when you come to modify your attack dice you are still strained there you go rules reference rules if you read them they answer most questions um what was that so, yeah. rules if you answer them if you read them they answer most questions tim said we were right and you were wrong in brief okay. um, I've just been and, <laughs> that's right and he used and he used the rules to back it up so anyway I was, saying, um, I was just trying to look at them myself so i won't bother them yeah so basically basically you you remove the strain token when you determine your number of defense dice so that is after the modifier attack dice step okay yeah. that's cool so, I mean, I've talked very briefly about kind of lists that I'm using at the minute. One of them's that it's like Chewbacca and then some other stuff. Um, <laughs> full, of, full of resistance jank, basically. Um, all, all, of the, all of the stuff that I enjoy in resistance thrown into one list and see what happens with it. So I'm going to be using that. And then the other thing that I've seen is one that's been doing the rounds in America and in the online events is this um, Corky Cries and Satine and Seventh Fleet Gunner on Hound. So some people do one or one of them, one of Corky and Satine, and some people do both of them uh, or put other upgrades on instead. Um, but basically, you put a hound as a lat, you put those three upgrades on, and basically then you fill it in with three Jedi or two Jedi and Contrail, depending on what how expensive a Jedi you want to get. And basically... The interaction between Hound and Satine is that Satine's ability says that you can give, uh, take a deplete token to gain a focus token. 
um, and there's no range limit on it. So every other turn, Satine can do this. Um, or you can take a disarm token to get an evade token. So if you have a Jedi and you want them to have another focus token, you take a deplete and then Hound uses Hound's pilot ability to suck the deplete back across onto Hound. Hound also can then take an evade, and this is at the start of the engagement phase, and a disarm token. Already disarmed because of 7th Fleet Gunner, so you don't care about the disarm token. You don't care about the deplete token because you're not shooting anyway. And then you can use your own action to take a reinforce. So Hound is reinforced and evaded. If somebody then shoots at Hound that reinforced and evaded, so it's fine. You're reducing a ton of damage. If they shoot at a Jedi who's in front of you, you use Corky to pass the reinforce or the evade, or if they shoot them twice, both, to that Jedi, so that you've got a Jedi who's reinforced, evaded, and possibly double-focused. Um, and then when they attack, you've got 7th Fleet Gunner with rerolls and focus tokens as well. It's crazy. So I want to give it a try. Of course I do. It's my kind of jank. It's overly complicated. We'll say that you can only pass one green token per defense. Per attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. It's as you become defender. Yeah, so you choose which one you're going to pass to them. So if they're token stacked already, you give them the reinforce. If they're not, you probably pass them the... Or if there's multiple attacks coming in, you probably pass them the, the reinforce rather than the evade But um, first. But yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, so uh, people have been flying it with 7B Anakin, so the big chunky 7-point Anakin with 7 health and all sorts of other nonsense. Um and then Contrail and fill in the blanks with a five-point Jedi. Um, but you can put, you know, three Jedi in instead of two plus Contrail. Yeah, fancy giving that a go. So those are the two that are on my to-do list at the moment. That's um, proper rich, janky nonsense, isn't it? I wish I'd find it, but I've just had it pointed out to me, and I'm like, yep, yep that's disgusting. I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> just see how bad I am with it, because it's the kind of thing where if you put Hound in the wrong place, it melts. And then you've got three quite flimsy, um, well, two Delta Sevens, which aren't really ever flimsy, and a V-Wing, which can either live forever or just die because of the tyranny of three green dice. But um, so yeah, it's, it's it just a lot, it is a lot of fun. So I've been running this for quite a while now. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, the amount of time, certainly with my version of the list where I, I run sort of click, dedicated Luminara, um, I've had times where... Obi Wan has, uh, you know, put himself in a position where Vader's got got in range one, target lock focus. Uh, I then take away his range one bonus, and Obi Wan at the, the point of attack has like three evade tokens. Yeah, <laughs> because you're passing stuff with Corky. Yeah, and you know, you you evade yourself, you disarm, evade yourself, you evade disarm with Hound, and then pass and evade. Mm. So Don was very. Uh, very upset when I did that. <laughs> a lot of fun. It's a, it's a horrible list that just suddenly decides I'm not going to die now. It, like, yeah, it's very. I think the real good balance of the list is the fact that Satine is every other turn. Um, yes, Corky works every turn, but the Satine ability, yeah, you, you kind of have to sort of set the tempo of the game when you pop it the first time. Um, so like I have had it where I will pop it in the range free engagement and then I'll have other times where I haven't and I'll, and I'll pop it on, you know, the following turn. Um, but yeah, kill hound and you take away a lot of those toys. Yeah. But hound takes a long time to die if reinforced. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish oh. that, I wish that was the case. Well, I know, I know, I know that Hound can. I know that Hound can just melt. But you know, if you're reinforcing and evading with Hound on a on an engagement, yeah. and they're you, opting you, you to do... take the range three shot into Hound rather than the the range two shot into a Jedi. Then... So, so what I found is I was I was running the lap very differently to how I was running it with my Ghost Company and yeah. uh, Kit Fisto build, where that was getting stuck in a lot more. Uh, with yep. the double tap and uh, you know the, those abilities, whereas this lat tends to sort of skirt a bit more. Yeah, um, but there's lots of loads of variations. Like some people uh, prefer to have agile gunner uh, instead of saying taking Satine and Corky. Um, mm. Yoda's still quite popular. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a, there's still a lot of um, variation. 
Um, I have a feeling, though, in the next points update, if anything changes with Republic, it will either be the lap cost, which I think would be unfair. I, I would imagine it would be the lap, lap loadout. But again, yeah. with the amount of slots on the lap, I don't think you want to do that either. I suspect it will be... Um, you might see some fleet go up. You might see Satine go up. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think the fact that Hound has got 23 loadout and Satine plus Corky um, plus 7th Fleet Gunner equals 23 um, is just... Um, it's too neat. And, I mean, yeah. I don't think Corky's worth more than 5. I don't think Satine's worth more than 10. And I don't think 7th Fleet is worth more than 8. I mean, yeah, it is tough, like, right? because, because, like, you don't want to fiddle probably with the loadout cost because the lap is so many slots that it, if you wanted to, you need that amount of loadout to be able to fill multiple slots. So you would potentially probably be looking at the, you know, the the upgrade costs of, of particular upgrades. Well, I mean, genuinely, they could drop hands up um, loadout value to twenty two from twenty three because Hawks is twenty and Warthogs is eighteen, and now you don't see Hawk and Warthog because Hound has got twenty three. Um, so you play Hound because it's got a higher loadout value, and you can get more um, combos on there. Yeah, um, Seven Fleet is a no brainer. I mean, that that is the first upgrade that gets stapled onto every lat. Because it, it is such a good ability, um, like Satine and Corky are good, but there are there are definite other co- uh, combinations at work as well. Of, yeah. of, of um, you know bits of gear. So um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. This is you know the you know perhaps the challenge of this new um, squad building mechanic. Uh, how how do you balance these sort of um, you know the 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 loadout budget and the cost of upgrades and like you say yeah. other ships within that like i mean we see hawk occasionally uh as a, as a different lat um but i can't remember the last time we saw a warthog because obviously everybody's taking uh named pilots now yeah 2.0 yeah yeah it's all about the named pilots it's not about the generics anymore so yeah basically that's what we're getting so i think i've become okay with that now yeah, it's it's not a problem, I don't think. I completely just stopped caring. <laughs> you never <laughs> played generics anyway, did you, Liam? We used to play uh, the Malarus one. I used to play Malarus, yeah. yeah. Did that have generics in it? No, yeah, it had six generics. All of rich. the generics. <laughs> that, that, well, I don't know. I'm so used to First Order Swarms now being five-named or six-named pilots. I'm just like... I've got, I think, Stockholm Syndrome from 2.6 at this point. Oh, I just can't remember sorry. What uh, was. Talking about named pilots, uh, Hexard last night, I saw a decimator do a barrel roll. I was very impressed. <laughs> That's good. How did they manage oh, that? Discipline trigger, monarchy. Nice. <laughs> and I was sat there going, like, uh, I, I can't remember who was playing, but the Jedi had, like, sort of barrel rolled and boosted, so it wasn't in range one. So I thought, oh, that's all right. And then. He killed one of the uh, jingoists and then dedicated trigger and suddenly a decimate with range one target lock again. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, watch out for I this. Love like that. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, as a, as a former double decimator player, that was, uh, yeah, to see a decimated barrel roll, beautiful sight. He could bring it back, let go again. Yeah, I could do, but. Tim likes playing too many turns. To be able to play that list. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like, I, I have flown it a little bit. I, I flew it as practice for others when we were practicing for the XDC uh, finals, and it's okay. Um, not, yeah, it's it's all right. It's, it doesn't grab. I, you, know, you know, I like my sort of you know synergy lists and sort of janky lists, and it's got a few tricks, but mm. like it if you barrel rolled it more. Yeah, maybe maybe as a, a change because I've been thinking that I've been running Republic for quite a while, so I've been thinking about what else I want to fly. So maybe, yeah. All right, cool. So that's um, that's me and Tim. What about you, Ben? What are you on at the minute? I've been playing around with Scum because I haven't got anything that I'm really focusing on right now. So I tend to fall back to Scum when I'm just playing around. Um... <coughs> Excuse me. So I've been flying um, Rookcast in the Gauntlet, uh, Kanan Jarrus in the Hawk, uh, Manaru 
and then Lee Mackay in with the Y wing. So the um, the gauntlets. The, the interesting with the gauntlet is he's got a veteran tail gunner, IG88D, Lando, and then Zuckus. So you basically roll in with the ability from the ships. You take a strain, and then you can change any dice to a hit. You, you're almost always get like full string out of both sides if you shoot. Mm-hmm. So he's quite a like accurate gun, and then Kanan with Maul just ruins everyone else's fun. Um, the sort of I'd say the standard sort of manaru we're seeing now, which is um, notorious Gar Saxon contraband punishing one, and then R five uh, P eight. So What's he's not. Gar- what does Gar Saxon do? So Gar Saxon is you can spend a red token. Well, it, there's a couple of things on it. So while you perform the target lock action, you can only choose an object in your front or rear arc, and then while you perform an attack, if the defender is in your front or rear arc. Um, you may spend, you may remove one orange or red token from a defender to roll an additional dice. So what okay. happens is you shoot Manaru, I strain you, then I spend that strain to roll an extra dice, and it's almost uh, like a proton okay. torpedo. And with the re-roll droid, it's, it's almost double modded. Like, okay. almost sort of fully modded, sorry, because you've got the free re-roll and then the focus. So what's Gar Saxon in? Is he a gunner? Is he a gunner, yeah. Okay. But the, the interest, you can spend all sorts of things. So if maybe you think one of your ships isn't going to get a shot, you can take a cheeky lock just for mana to spend. Yeah. Or so there's, like, there's loads of stuff. just all sorts of things. And there's a lot of people bumping, taking focuses, things like that. Yeah. So you can just take a stress off them and roll an extra dice and say thank you. Yeah. It's Ugh. great fun. Disgusting. And then you've got uh, Lee Mackay with just the Proton Top idea, and that one's a Y-Wing, but if when I engage, there's I'm not in um, any enemy ships, you can acquire a free lock on something in your front arc. Mm-hmm. So basically, you put him on the flank and say, come and chase this crappy four-point Y-wing, or I'll turn in behind everything and get double-modded proton torpedoes. Yeah. Because you just so, zoom in at I-5, take a focus, and then if something's in your front arc and you're not in anything's arc, you get a lock and you just torp someone. Yeah, it's great fun. Yeah, it gives you that bad choice. It's like, do you want to face all those big boys, or this little rubbish Y wing, and then the big boys come flying in behind you? Got me little flanker over here, making you sad. Yeah, but I've decided to put that way because I wanted to try Cad Bane out. Mm-hmm. So last week I had Kanan, same Manaru, same Kanan, but I had Cad Bane with um, Predator heavy laser cannon, ion torpedoes, uh, ion cannon. Sorry. Contraband, Zandu Blood, and Zuckus. And uh, why do you have Predator on him? It's just because I had points. I've just been building in. I can't. I had something else on. Um, I think I might have had Elusive actually. Because Predator been informed, doesn't work on HLC. Primary only. Yeah, yeah. It might have. I can't remember what I actually had on it. I've just rebuilt it quickly on the computer because I don't usually build on the computer. I had a. Um... Yeah. I have it from um, Chris Patrick, Crispy, um, in good faith that Iron Cannon and Iron Bombs is the best combo in Cad Bane. <laughs> so he's been, that's his other list is like a root cast. Yeah. Um, Cad, Amat, Mando, I think is the four that he runs. So Yeah, I don't think he has heavy laser cannon on his, does he? He just no. has the Iron Cannon. Yeah, I quite yeah. like the four one that you can't. The defender can't uh, modify the dice, though. Yeah. Which is quite filthy. Yeah. You can do that with ions as well, though, because he can still pop you with it in bullseye. Yeah, no, but the heavy laser cannon's four dice. That's true. That true. <laughs> um, and then I was, I did have the um, Mando ship. I can't think what it's called now. Um, the assault. Yeah. Thing. But I had uh, Q9. Yeah. And I didn't really get much use out of him, so... I figured you could fit Han Solo in, and then I was talking to some people about a good build for him. So I'm trying uh, Jabba the Hutt, Greedo, um, Overtune Modulators, 
Lando Falcon. Anything that starts with Jabba. Anything that starts with Jabba the Hutt. It's like, is that <laughs> wholesome? No, it's not. I didn't say it was wholesome, but I'm, I'm playing around with Cad Bane. I, I might try something different tomorrow, though. And Han gets to shoot people who are stressed for extra dice before Gar Saxon spends the stress to roll an extra dice on Manaru. So yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. I've been playing around with it a little bit, just on um, uh, fly casual, just messing about. Mm-hmm. And Han still just dies really quick. <laughs> it reminds me, I think um, Fabi from Switzerland flew something like that in the XTC groups. Um, oh, yeah. It was some non- absolute nonsense where basically you, he passed stress off to somebody and then used that stress to power up extra attacks for everything else. And it was like a, a little janky alpha strike that if it all went off, it was just disgusting. And he pulled it off on stream at one point and everyone sat up and took notice. And then he lost the game and everyone sat back down again. Because um, <laughs> it was like, what, what does the list have after that? But turns out that if you don't park your Falcon, I think it was Han, if you don't put your Falcon on a debris cloud for two turns, um, after the initial alpha strike, it's a lot better because you know you're losing one of your four attacks and probably one of your big ones. Um, Jabba and Overtuned is absolutely filthy as well. Someone because yeah. someone pointed out to me that I actually thought Jabba was only two charges until it's I actually five, read the card. It? Well, it's four, but Overtuned yeah. has its own charge, so yeah, you can do it five times in a row. Yeah, it's absurd. And Rude. also, you get the Jabba charge back before the. Overtune kicks in, so you don't take all the strains if you don't mm-hmm. spend them all. And it's very thematic having Jabba the Hutt flying around on Han Solo's ship, isn't it? <laughs> I guess on the earlier one, he's not he's not mad at him yet. <laughs> uh, what about so you, Liam? Just... What, have you been playing with stuff? Oh, no, go on. Go and ask your question. I was going to say, is it pre-poor CGI Han Solo walking over Jabba's tail? That's happening then. <laughs> yeah. Must be, but yeah, because it's the it's the, it's the it's the nice shiny white freighter just after he's stolen it off Lando. I love that you just like whatever, Liam. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I still, I, I still am sad that Jabba the Hutt isn't just like a big dude with a beard and a and a furry waistcoat on, and that he got CGI'd over instead. Ah, oh. why is that what he had originally? Yeah, 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 I've never seen that. I'm gonna have to Google it now. Yeah, it's just uh the the scene where. Han walks over his tail. The reason they put him had him standing on his tail was because he walked behind the actor as he was like convincing him not to kill him in that docking bay or whatever. Um it is that happens. And so they had to put in a thing which excused how Han was able to walk around behind this giant slug creature. So they just had him step on his tail instead. Um so yeah, but <laughs> originally really the scene it's just a dude in a suit, isn't it? Just a bloke. <laughs> that would have that, been rubbish. It doesn't that, even that look. Was, <laughs> yeah, that I've was never seen that before. Pre the invention of the huts, Jabba. That was Jabba. So, <laughs> there you go. There's actually, um, there is actually a comic book which is based on all of his um, original ideas. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember what it's called now, but like Luke's called something Starkiller, I think. Yeah, yeah. Starkiller was his original name. Yeah, I think they thought that was too on the nose. Yeah, and I think Chewie looks more like, um, uh, what's it called? Zeb? Is it Zeb? Like Zeb was like an original, the design for Chewbacca or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chewbacca I can't get, over, I can't get yep. over that jab of the hook. That's amazing. <laughs> the, the orig- I, think, I think the original pitch for, um, for Star Wars was that it was like, um, it was a space western with like a cowboy who's got a dog that flies a ship around with him. Um, and that just turned into Chewbacca over time. Um, like this is Han Solo's pet that is also his co-pilot, but isn't really. And like then it converted out to loyal companion rather than uh, rather than whatever it originally was. It's it's weird when you read into what George Lucas originally thought versus what it turned into when other people got involved. Um, actually, that said, it's not that weird because you know. We saw in the prequels what happened when George Lucas didn't have anybody else telling him that his ideas were a bit rubbish and maybe we should change them mm-hmm. a bit, George. Um, good for the memes. Good for the memes. That's what it's good for. Good for the memes. Droids are um, cool, though. Roger, Roger. Um, cool. So well, that, that Jabba guy was never actually seen, was he? No. 
No, he was he was CG. I think he I think he might have been the sit-in actor for like when they first talked about Jabba. Jabba appears in scene in the first movie, and that's the only scene he appears in. And then they decided between the first movie and the second movie that instead of being a dude, he should be this weird big alien giant space slug thing. Um, so the poor dude who shot one scene that never made it off the clip of cutting room floor lost his um, lost his bit. So anyway, lists, Liam. What are you using at the minute? Are you using anything? Are so, you playing X Men? Uh, I've been playing Sudoku on my phone. Have you? Yeah. Are, are you on the difficult level yet? Uh, I do the daily challenges. I've managed to do a couple of expert ones. It takes me a while, and okay. I normally do it. Like I, I came back from a night out on Saturday, and I was uh, a tiny bit tipsy in the taxi, and I fell asleep doing the Sudoku. Oh, you're so relaxed. I know the taxi driver had to tap me on the shoulder. He goes, "Right, you're home." I was like, "Oh, thanks, mate." Um, I mean, I've <laughs> I've got a couple of lists that I'm looking at using, and it's just finding the time to play. I've been a bit burnt out since XTC, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought I'd. I mean, I've got a list that I'm looking at for my uh, separatists, which is Sunfrak, Zam, and Grievous, which is pretty much a 2.0 list, except my one ship has moved up. To initiative, yeah. Being Sun Sunfac instead uh, of Chertek, yeah. Instead of Chertek, uh-huh. I'm just there to murder stuff. Uh, but the list I'm probably more excited to run next is uh, Von Reg with Magpul's Warheads, Daredevil, Trickshot, and Shield upgrade. Kylo Ren in the Whisper with Enhanced Damage Suite, Extreme Maneuvers, Malice, Concussions, Sense Scramblers, and Predator. Malarus with marksmanship and cluster missiles, and breach with ion torps, advanced proton torps, electro chaff, and prep tradition. Which one's breach? He's the one that if he overlaps you with a boost or a maneuver, he gets a lock. Okay. He's also known there as a blade of armor for your aces, isn't he? That's uh, his yeah. prim- primary function. A fi- five well, point shield upgrade for Kylo. He's an initiative five as well, and so yeah. he can throw his chaff. You'll be jammed, and you've probably moved through it or something anyway. And then uh, he just does a one forward. He's got his lock. He ta- uh, he'll take a lock and just hit you. And then next turn he'll be able to sloop over you, get a, another lock, and a focus using pro tradition, and then hit you with iron torps. Yeah. Can but I yeah, just once just... again I'd be astonished that Commander Malarus is three points? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Sometimes when I play him and people say how much he's worth and I say it shocks even me. Yeah. Oh, three, yeah. What? I, I think like it's very, yeah. What? I can't believe I'm paying three points for him. I mean, it should should be two, really, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you give your opponent a free one point because what are you going to change in the list at that point? Uh, I'd probably put Kylo up to the silencer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you wouldn't. Uh, the you list like jamming of things too much. jamming things is token sharing, and you're in big into cho- your token sharing. I'm a wholesome cho- token sharer. What can I say? <laughs> Real life hera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, that's, uh, why you, that's why you own all those hoodies, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, they're t-shirts. But okay, they're just oversized ones. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. <laughs> the list I've run most recently is. Uh, some scum, and that's Cad Bane, Bosk, Gamut Key, and Palob. Okay. And on, on Palob, I've got Moldy Crow, Lando, Trickshot, and Electric Baffle. It's ridiculous. Uh, I remember playing someone using a uh, Procket Vader <laughs> in his X1, and he uh, rolls up, hits one of the ships I put in front, and he goes, oh, I'll take stressful focus. And I'm sitting there, and Palob's within range two. But in the bullseye, I'm right, beginning of engagement phase, uh, I'll take your focus. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that focus is mine now. And then I just started punching him. I was like, oh, I've rolled two blanks. I'll spend that focus I've just taken off you. And uh, I'll re-roll these two dice. And I'll spend my other focus on that. Hey, uh, so people, Paylob's been out of the meta for so long that people have genuinely forgotten what he does and they take a focus when they're sitting next to him and then they act surprised when they don't have it anymore. And it's like, yeah, 
you got yeah, to take a also... token. You got to take a token that you can use if payloads next to you, even if it means you don't have a focus. Just take a lock, because um, at least then you've got a token <laughs> to do something with. <laughs> yeah. No, about the No, no, he'll have that off you as well. Calculate. I think he's, you're okay with calculates, aren't you? Yeah. But, yeah, you're all with calculates. I, I remember just the... how how sad Paylob makes people. Yeah. I, I remember love the it. 2019 system open that I was playing against Fabu, uh, and he was using Palob. Yeah. And he kept having a go at me because I had IG88D on Boba. <laughs> and I was just like, I'll take Calculate. And he's like, <laughs> take a focus. I'm like, no, because that means you take a focus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Payload's amazing because he gets Moldy Crow as well, so he's got a three-dice primary front arc as well. Um, and then well, it's in your firing arc at range 0 to 2, so basically he's got that 180 coverage of his ability. So, the fun thing about this is that I was playing Cormac, and I was just I just wanted to throw something fun down, and he uh, did something with Anakin. So he parked Anakin behind a rock in range 1 of Palob and took a focus. I was like, oh, okay. Comes around to Palob's shot. Well, he takes Anakin's shot, uh, focus. He's rolling five dice because he's range one through a rock and he just deletes Anakin. I was like, a hawk isn't supposed to be able to do this. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Sounds fun. Anyway, good. Good, wholesome fun, yeah. Good. So there you go. That's what we've been using recently. Um, I think... Worth bearing in mind or worth chatting about, TTS is um, shutting down at the end of next month. No, it's not October. TTT. No, it's not. TTT, sorry, not TTS. TTT. TTT. Tabletop TO. Tabletop TO is shutting down as we know it at the end of October. So we are running a say goodbye to TTT online event, which is the next season of the Sith Taker League, but it is not the Sith Taker League as we've previously known it with all of the divvied up divisions and stuff that Ben's been running. So Ben's a bit busy at the minute, a little little busy boy. Um, so <laughs> Tim's running a seven round Swiss event. Um, first round was drawn this week. So this isn't a sign up if you want to get in because it happened very quickly. Um, this is to the people who are playing. Um, just to explain, because we've posted it a couple of times, um, we've drawn two rounds this week, round one and round two. Round two, you should be trying to get in this week. Round one, you can play at any point over the six weeks that we've got of the thing running. So basically, you've got one game to catch up on, and then there's going to be a normal six-round Swiss event. And that extra one game is basically going to allow us to um, make sure that we get a winner with the numbers that we've got. So we're not going to end up with multiple people on 6-0, and 0, which w- which is what would have happened if we'd run a six-round event. Um, so, yeah, play your round two as primary and catch up on your round one whenever you can, which is handy for me because mine's with Nobby and he's in Australia. So I thought it was weird. I was like, my round two opponents messaged me, but my round one hasn't. This is something I should address. And then I put my phone back down. Basically, other people will worry about it for you mostly, Liam. Um, and, you know, we can catch your results and stuff up anyway. Um, but ideally, <clears> we don't want to be doing that because it's a Swiss event. So Yeah, uh, well, yeah what I'll say is so I've created a Google form. Uh, the link is on the TTT page as well as on our Discord. Uh, you can just fill that in uh, for round one. And if there is a future round that you and your opponent can't play within the week, you can use that to submit a late result. I I will be honest, I'm pretty busy myself, so I probably will not do a lot of chasing and your result will just go in as a tie if you don't submit a result. Um, But yes, it's all all down to timescale. So we have to have the event closed within the six weeks um, because that'll be it. Yeah, so... The the next thing to bear in, uh, to talk about is that uh, over the weekend of the XTC, Gold Squadron ran an event. Um, they spoiled. Oh no, sorry, it was during Nova actually. So it was last weekend or whenever Nova was. Um, and Dion has confirmed that Gold Squadron are going to be doing something with TTT. So. Um, a different group of people have already taken on the stream overlay and everything like that. So that's back up and running and, and under maintenance now. 
Um, so if you're a student, you probably already know about that. Um, but yeah, Gold Squadron have said that they are going to take on uh, the the TTT thing. Whether it remains the same, whether it changes, we don't know. Um, they've not made any formal announcements. They just talked about it while they were streaming at Nova. So um, hopefully it will remain as a free resource for the community um, and we'll be able to continue to run our events on it. So uh, we'll watch this space and see what happens. We'll let you know as soon as we do. Um, cool. Um, other events coming up. Um, this weekend coming, um, Ash, I've forgotten his name. Turner. Turner. Yep. Turner. Yep. I got there first. It's good. Um, Ash Turner, um, who is a long-term uh, friend of the podcast and of uh, regularly comes to our events. We go to the same events together. Um, is running a charity event um, to help um, underprivileged children from in and around Birmingham. Kind of, no, not Birmingham. Loughborough kind of area, isn't it? Somewhere like that. Anyway, wherever Midlands. he's from. Midlands, somewhere in the middle of England. Um, I heard him talking about it. He's very passionate about it. These are kids who, you know, have literally never been outside the like kind of the five streets around the house where they live, um, because that's where the primary school and secondary school are. Um, they don't know what cows look like. They don't know where meat comes from. They've never been outside, and they're going to take them, um, basically off to the countryside. Um, so that's what the money's going to. Um, sadly, I can't attend it because it's the same. It is this weekend coming, this event, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. this Sunday. Yeah, it's this Sunday. So it's my kid's birthday weekend. So I'm kind of, well, I mean, being a kid, he's spreading out across as long as he possibly can. So his birthday's this, like tomorrow, this Tuesday. Um, and then he's already had some stuff last weekend and he's probably going to try and stretch some stuff out to next weekend as well. But um, Just give him Saturday. <laughs> then you can put him in his cage honestly, on Sunday. Honestly, there is a there is a an outside chance that I do end up jumping in a car and driving down to Birmingham on Sunday. But um, be good to I'll see. A, you. I'll be a last minute arrival if if anything. Um, but yeah, there are still spaces at the event, and it'll be awesome. Um, to see people there, they turn up. Um, other events that are coming up at the minute. Um, Tim's team event got that written down. Right, yeah, so we got my singles event, I suppose, is 1st of October, and then it's the Sift Takers team event in November. Yeah. So Tim's, Tim's personal event where he gives away all of the loot that he's collected over the last 12 months, um, the Spud Guns World's warm-up, um, and then, yeah, the Sift Takers team event. So if you do fancy bringing a team along to the team event or bringing yourself along to Tim's event, then... Uh, Tim, where do they go to do that stuff? Best thing to do is if you go to our Facebook page, I've started scheduling like a, a Monday morning post about uh, events. That's that's got all the links. That's probably the best place to go. Brilliant. Um, and then the last one is the Sith Taker Open. Uh, I checked with the venue uh, this week. We've broken fifty tickets now, um, so we are. Um, what are we now? Still about four or five months out from the event, just just under five, just under six months out from the event. Um, and so big, bigger sold, than the world's qualifier. Yeah, we've sold 50, over, just over 50 tickets already. Um, and since I mentioned in a couple of discords that we'd sold that many tickets, a few people went, oh, I've not got mine yet, and then immediately said, no, I've bought it. So we're, we're more than that now. So um, we're heading towards uh, our... Uh, kind of numbers that we want to be achieving. So um, it would be awesome if we could get over three figures again, like we have for the last couple. Um, that would be brilliant. So if you are interested in coming along, it's in the the last weekend in February. Um, it's a month before Worlds. So if you've got a, if you're going and you want to qual and you've qualified, brilliant opportunity to come over and and practice some last minute high level practice. There's a few um, difficult games in the room. Let's say. Closer you get to the pointy end, the more likely you are to come across them. Um, we've got some awesome prizes already sorted out, and we are talking to uh, the typical aftermarket um, acrylic providers as well to sort out some really cool um, alt art cards and uh, and tokens and things like that as well for participation all the way through to kind of um, top four. Uh, so um, we're also, you know, going to bring back bounties and all that kind of stuff like we had last time. So hopefully. Uh, you guys will uh, come and join us and see us there. Um, so that'd be great. Uh, and then I think the last thing that we wanted to just mention was um, it's a bit of a forerunner 
because it's starting in is it january 2023 hexiled so we had scott from hexiled gaming on um last month or six weeks ago something like that um and he's announced the next big thing that hexiled are running which is hexiled team event so it's going to be a, an online game running on uh tabletop to not tabletop to tts um and yeah it's going to be i think at the minute he said three person teams so they've not opened up um entry for that one just yet um but uh, it's another one to watch out for because I think me, Tim, and Liam are going to form a snapshots team because Ben doesn't like computers or doesn't understand them or something. My laptop's crap. Yeah. And also, you're like that scene from Zoolander. I mean, you know I trained in computers, don't you? I know, but that's just what I trained. Just wanted, I just want to point these things out that like, that's I what know. I was originally going to do, but I. 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's what me saying. I trained as a primary school teacher. Yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> I can still use a computer. <laughs> um, right. I think that's us then. Has anybody got anything else that they wanted to chat about or, or talk through? Uh, I just want to say Sudoku's hard, but surprisingly fun. <laughs> Have you tried Wordle yet? I've do Wordle all the time. Yeah. I, I, I got with with Wordle. I got stuck in this this situation where I always started with the word other. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it gives me some good solid consonants and some vowels. But then the one week it came up as other, so I got it in one, and I was like, this is great. But I had to change the word then. <laughs> I'm chasing. Yeah. I'm chasing the uh, got it in one dragon. <laughs> done it now. <laughs> Completed it, mate. <laughs> That's it done. All right, fair enough. Uh, it's the only thing that I really talk to my parents about now as we message each other daily with how we did on Wordle. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, being middle-aged. Right. Um, okay, we'll do shout-outs then. So Liam's going to shout-out Board and Brum. Um, anybody else, Liam? Uh... Richard Garfield, because I like Keyforge. Okay. I don't know if, I don't think he listens to this. I, I doubt it. Is it? But is he? Have they actually re-released it again since uh, they broke it's it? On, it's on GameFound. So they uh, basically, if you sub- go towards that now, there's like a you save Keyforge pack and stuff. So it is back up and running. But I think Richard Garfield got a bit bored because he's now released, well, he's announced a game called Soul Forge or something. It's probably completely wrong. But you buy half a deck, which is completely unique, and then you can buy another half a deck, which is completely unique, and then you stick them together. It's like the same idea, but you just got to buy more stuff. (laughs) I suppose it gives a little bit of customization as well though because like yeah, in keyboard if you fair. just happen to buy one deck that's great it kind of does you i love keyforge i played against that the other day and i played against darren as well so i'll shout out darren i'll shout out darren this is stupid face it's even stupid um, it, <laughs> i used to i used to play it and work all the time at lunch times with the the other gamers that were in work but um they all left and i have left so um but I mean it is a good game. It's a very solid game and they did solve a lot of the problems with the unwinnable uh, the unbeatable decks by just banning a lot of it. It was like, yeah, if you've got a four horseman deck, sorry, but four horseman decks are banned from competitive from competitive play because they're busted. And then they tweaked the algorithm so that no more of them could ever be created. They essentially killed them. Um and they were doing also that they... bait and switch, which made me sad. Yeah. And then they released a whole bunch of other busted stuff, like the dinosaurs faction and all whatever. But um, Saurian yeah. are great. Yeah, that's them. Saurian. It's been a while since I played them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move on now from talking about Keyforge before we turn into a generic gaming podcast um, or a generic Star Wars podcast because they have released a spoiler trailer for the season three of The Mandalorian and another thing called Jedi Journeys or something. Um, which are both coming out relatively soon and both look like they're going to be super interesting because the Jedi Journeys one is all about people like Mace Windu and Count Dooku and all that kind of stuff in the pre-Clone Wars era. So it's going to be interesting. That's cool. I've not seen that. 
yeah, the spoilers all came out last weekend. There was a some convention or other in um, America, and they did uh, just released all of them. So, yeah, so new Mando, new everything. So that's what I'm excited for. Um, mm. I don't have any particular shout outs other than to everybody down at the club again, um, who's been oh, coming around. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> so it's looking good, especially to Ben's work colleague who was interested in his weird little nerd hobbies and came down to have a look and see what was going on. He's actually, um, he used to play games. He's not just randomly, but he's, <laughs> um, he, he's he might be buying it back into X Wing. Now he's seen it playing again. It tickled his fancy. Oh, he cool. played 1.0. Yeah. So he's got someone coming. He's coming down tomorrow. Oh, is he? I won't be there tomorrow because boy's birthday, obviously. I'm Who's going to have not... a kebab with me? Um, so yeah, rich. He's just going to order. This is absolutely disgusting. You don't think <laughs> about anyone but yourself. <laughs> I'm just thinking about your waistline, Ben. That's it. You've ruined oh. date night. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, have you anybody you wanted to shout out other than the, the marvelous people in the NHS and your robots? No. No, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Uh, no, All let's right. go. <laughs> All right, well, in that case, Tim, while you're off mute, you can say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye from Liam. Toodles. And Ben. Cheerio. And from me. See you next time. Bye-bye. You always-